This is Casey Hendrickson on News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Do you want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw? R&B Car Company are your used car expert. You can find them online at rbcarcompany.com. All right. Uh, New York City principal has sent home white identities list to parents in order to convert them to the white traders stage of whiteness. That is the headline over at the Gateway Pundit. Um, this is interesting. Now, we went over the math is racist thing in Oregon, which is just a continuation of the ongoing series that math is racist on this uh, program. I also put the video of, of that up as well on Rumble and Odyssey, and I think it's on YouTube too. Um, and, and again, if you follow me on YouTube, ladies and gentlemen, make sure that that's the, the last place that you really follow me. Uh, it, it goes to YouTube, but I want YouTube to be more of a place for people to find me who have never heard of me before. And Rumble and Odyssey should be the primary places that you get my video content. Uh, besides the live stream, obviously, on DLive. Uh, so anyway, what do we have here? Um, critical race theory watchdog Christopher Rufo reported on Monday that the principal of a New York school sent a list of white identities to white parents so that they could try to convert themselves from white supremacists to white abolitionists. So it's straight up racism is what this is. Now, as I've told you before in New York, this is one of the places where separate but equal is really becoming the norm. Uh, New York leftists are, are pushing segregation as a positive thing for minorities. Come full circle, right? The Eastside Community School teacher even included a white supremacism spectrum for parents to self-identify. Oh, this is this is great. Uh, Slow Factory Foundation, I guess, is what uh, published it. All right, so the eight white identities. You ready? <clears throat> Here we go. Uh, there is a regime of whiteness, and there are action-oriented white identities. No, there isn't. People who identify with whiteness are one of these. It's about time that we build an ethnograph ethnography of whiteness, since white people have been the ones writing about the governing, writing about and governing quote others. Others is capitalized. Um, this is somebody who should never be allowed around children. Should certainly never be in a public education or private education square ever. This is somebody who needs to sit around and write really stupid diatribes on a blog somewhere. All right, so it starts off from one to eight. Eight being the least white supremacist, right? Number one, white supremacist. Clearly marked white society that preserves names and values white superiority. I have met exactly two people in my life who actually believe that. That's it. And one of them I called live on the show. And that was the Grand Dragon from the local KKK. Since nobody else would interview him, I, I figured I would do that. Uh, number two, white voyeurism. <laughs> He's named God dang. Uh, wouldn't challenge a white supremacist. Desires non-whiteness because it's interesting, pleasurable. Seeks to control the consumption and appropriation of non-whiteness. Fascination with culture. Example, consuming black culture without the burden of blackness. Um, I, I would assume that these are your suburban soccer moms, 
<laughs> the Karens that run around, right? The uh, the white women who are offended uh, on behalf of everybody else. That's what I. Although they don't actually want to confront, so I guess they're technically not there, but they silently they're there, right? Number three, white privilege, which again does not exist, may critique supremacy, but a deep investment in questions of fairness, equality, under the normalization of whiteness and the white rule, sworn goal of diversity. Uh, you realize what they're saying is that if you're a white person, this is again, this teacher in New York, if you're a white person and your sworn goal is to improve diversity, uh, you are being attacked here. As I've told you before, um, the, the let's let's be honest. This is a black supremacist propaganda pamphlet that's being handed out to kids. This is a racist who is attacking the white children in the classroom by attacking their family in order to uh, convert them into useful tools in their race war. That's that's what this is. Um, I keep telling you this: the black supremacist groups, the the radical anti-white anti-law enforcement groups that exist and yes this includes the national black lives matter group okay they don't actually like you uh air quote white allies they don't like you they hate your guts you are an expendable pawn that they can use for political purposes that's it which is why every time uh, Black Lives Matter shows up and they're harassing a homeowner, like what happened in New Jersey right after the election. They're harassing a homeowner in New Jersey. He's a white homeowner. He's like, I'm on your side. I, I'm I'm always supporting you. What are you? And they're being harassed. This is why you shouldn't be surprised. They don't like you. They're racists. Now, not everybody who marches in Black Lives Matter rallies is. But I'm talking from the national aspect, okay? The national organization, they have straight up told you they don't like white people. They want nothing to do with white people. There are local chapters who do not believe that way. There are certainly people who march in Black Lives Matter rallies who are not crazy, insane bigots. But they don't realize that they're supporting an organization that is. Next white benefit this is number four on their list of eight stages of whiteness white benefit sympathetic to a set of issues but only privately won't speak act in solidarity publicly because benefiting through whiteness in public uh let's see okay because they benefit from whiteness in public okay again i've just i've never seen anybody benefit from being white in public i just i haven't all right um i get it everybody grows up in a different place i've just never seen it i have seen it be a liability though i have seen that everybody's own unique experiences is going to formulate how they feel about this uh number five white confessional mind this is a teacher who's giving this to students to go home and harass their their white family with just so you know white confessional some exposure of whiteness takes place but as a way of being accountable to poc after they seek validation from poc okay there we go uh white critical take on board take on board critiques of whiteness and invest in exposing marking the white regime refuses to be complicit to the regime whiteness speaking back to whiteness okay i guess this is going to be your uh, your suburban white karens out there who are offended on behalf of everybody else uh number seven white traitor 
actively refuses complicity, names what's going on. Intention is to subvert white authority and tell the truth at whatever cost. Um, well, th that's kind of funny. Tell the truth at whatever cost. When you'll tell the truth at whatever cost, that means you're willing to lie. See what I did there? See, this is this is one of the ways that we've we've actually talked about this quite a lot on the show over the years. Um, they also say need them to dismantle institutions. Okay, so how many times have we had a fake hate story? I mean, thousands. I understand that, but how many times have we had a fake hate story that went viral? News media all over the country, sometimes all over the world covers the fake hate story. When the fake hate story is exposed for being a fake hate story, what inevitably happens in the U.S. media in particular is they go, um, yes, the story wasn't true, but it's still an important lesson and an important discussion to have. And even though it wasn't true, at least we were forced to have this conversation. That's what they mean by telling the truth at whatever cost. The truth just isn't actually the truth. The truth is a lie that they tell as the truth. And oftentimes they will lie to you in order to spread that, that false truth. Get it? So the false truth is um, police officers hunt young, young black men. Now, statistically, the reality is that doesn't happen. Period. There is no refuting that. It just doesn't happen. It's a lie. Now, what you will do is you'll go out there and you'll spread a fake story about... In fact, there was somebody who was just uh, captured lying about this just the other day. Um, I think I have it in my daily show prep. I'll look for it during the commercial break. Somebody just got caught lying again. Security cameras, uh, once again, exposed them lying uh, about being attacked for the color of their skin. Uh, I don't remember if it was law enforcement based, but let's just, for the sake of argument, let's just go with the law enforcement thing. So you have, you have them go out there. They tell a lie, like hands up, don't shoot. Hands up, don't shoot. Didn't happen. Was a giant lie. There's still people who say it. In fact, Gretchen Whitmer said it over the summer during the Black Lives Matter protests and riots that happened in the state of Michigan. She went out there, hands up, don't shoot. So you've got the governor of Michigan, allegedly a white woman, who is now running around spreading the debunked lie of hands up, don't shoot, which did not happen, right? But you spread that lie. Had his hands up. He surrendered. Please don't shoot me. Officer executes him, shoots him right in the back of the head. That's what the friend said about Michael Brown, which, again, his friend was arrested and charged with a crime for lying to everybody. But anyway, <clears throat> um, that's what they said. Well, that's a lie. That's not true, Right. But they go and they spread it everywhere. And then it becomes its own thing. So much so that years later, we're, we still have people in higher echelons of American political life spreading the lie of hands up, don't shoot. Tell the truth at whatever cost, including lying. Hands up, don't shoot didn't happen. But what inevitably happened is as that was exposed as a lie, the media said, but it raised the question. We were now forced to talk about this very real epidemic of police officers having these secret meetings and deciding how many young black men they're going to hunt down today. Again, it's a lie, but they will tell you it's the truth. The next thing, uh, number eight on this list is the white abolitionist changing institutions, dismantling whiteness and not allowing whiteness to reassert itself. Just straight up um, black supremacy and anti-white racism there. Just straight up. There's no other way to... There is absolutely no other way to describe it. Now, again, um, many years ago, I covered on C-SPAN, there was a professor, a college professor, who stood up on C-SPAN and called for the extermination of all white people. 
and I was the only show in the country who covered it. Like a month later, Bill O'Reilly got to it, and like a year later, Sean Hannity got to it. I'm literally a year. I've gone back and I've looked now. But I was the only person to cover it. And at the time, I was told by my audience, don't cover this. This guy's a quack. Nobody believes it. Now, keep in mind, he's in a room where he's getting applause. And I go, well, obviously, he's not the only one who wants to kill off Whitey. Because there's a room full of people applauding this man calling for the extermination of all white people. As the only way, his, his reason for that, for those of you who missed it, his only his his reason for wanting to exterminate white people was that that was the only way that black people could survive otherwise white people continue to kill them which obviously is mentally delusional but that's what he said and he got loud applause he said this on c-span this is national it was all over the place nobody talked about it. everybody refused to cover it and I told my audience, I said, if we don't talk about this stuff, again, this goes back to that culture war stuff with Eliza Dushku that I talked about earlier. You don't talk about this stuff. Guess what? You allow their numbers to grow. And now we're at a point where a principal in a New York City school is comfortable enough sending this black supremacist, anti-white, racist assignment home with students. Think about it. He's comfortable enough. A, a principal is comfortable enough sending this home to white families under the guise of changing white people. I'm telling you right now, they want, they want whites to become bitter. They want to attack whites and make it so uncomfortable that whites seek shelter with radical white groups like white supremacists. They want that to happen because they're trying to create a self-fulfilling prophecy that there is a white supremacy problem in the United States when there isn't one. But they want to create the problem so they can be justified in all of their political measures and all of their money-making endeavors. Don't let them force you into this. This is These are crazy people. You call them out, but don't you dare take this as a sign that somehow... You need to go down that path of bigotry yourself. You got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Once again, I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Got to tell you about Nutrition HQ. I was just having this conversation um, actually with my wife the other day. So if you go to Nutrition HQ, first of all, they have the best tasting protein on the market, period, end of story. If you go, don't buy your protein from the grocery store. Just stop, okay? Don't buy it from the grocery store. Don't buy it from the big box store. Please, for the love of God, don't. It tastes terrible. It usually doesn't mix very well, so you get chunks and stuff like that in there. Go to Nutrition HQ and get yourself a properly formulated, high-quality protein. Please, you're going to thank me. Okay, they've got flavors that you would absolutely enjoy having every single day. We've talked about some of those on the show in the past, um, you know, proteins that taste like cereals and things of that nature. It Just trust me, get yourself a high quality protein. If you are in a, a protein rich program and you need to get more protein in your body, there's no better place on planet earth than Nutrition HQ to get high quality protein. Uh, we've also talked about these these clean eats meals. I mean, these are I think these are going to be a game changer for many of you. 
a lot of folks, they run out of time. They have to get fast food. Value meals are getting more expensive. So now you're paying too much money for low quality food. Don't do that. Go to Nutrition HQ, pick up your clean eats meals. These are easy, they're, they're pre-made meals. Most of the time you just pop them in the microwave for a couple of minutes and it's ready to go. These are healthy, they're great ingredients, they taste amazing, and they are less than the average value meal across the street at the fast food joint. I'm not making that up, that's not hyperbole, I swear to God, go to Nutrition HQ and check out the price on the Clean Eats meals. You are going to be amazed. So for those of you who are constantly finding that you run out of time, and you really hate the, the junky, unhealthy, store-bought, microwavable meals, get the Clean Eats meals. These are a perfect option for you. And while you're there, talk to them about Virilitat. If you're a man, talk to them about TB16. If you're a man or a woman, I mean, these are phenomenal products. And as always, let them know that I sent you at Nutrition HQ because you'll get 10% off your order. And that's when you sign up for the free rewards program. Plus, you'll go into the system as a listener of this program and get that discount every time you go in. Nutrition HQ, 5804 Grape Road in Mishawaka. Make sure you let them know that I sent you to get that discount. All right. Uh, we've got another email in the Comey Clapper FBI fake Russia collusion fiasco. On January, in January of 2017, I'm going to push my, my nerd glasses up. James Comey sent then Director of National Intelligence James Clapper an email. He informed him in that email in January of 2017 that the FBI had not verified the contents of the Steele dossier, but Comey then went on to sign the FISA warrant on Carter Page anyway. We are not able to sufficiently corroborate the reporting. That's what Comey wrote January 12th, 2017, in an email to James Clapper. James Clapper, who has been caught lying to Congress. James Comey, who has been caught lying to Congress. Hmm? The memo shows a back and forth between the U.S. intelligence community and the FBI discussing Christopher Steele and Carter Page six months into the Bureau's crossfire hurricane investigation that kicked off in July of 2016. The CIA had already told James Comey's FBI that Carter Page, a Trump campaign advisor who was a target of spy warrants, was not a Russian spy, but rather a CIA asset who had previously helped the U.S. intelligence uh, for many years. Carter Page, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who don't remember, actually captured Russian spies. He wasn't one. He captured them. The FBI had also received warnings about former British spy Christopher Steele that he hated Trump and that Hillary Clinton's campaign had planted the Russian collusion story in an effort to distract from her email scandal. The FBI then terminated Christopher Steele in November of 2016, just a few months before Comey wrote his email to James Clapper. Comey used his fake dossier anyway and signed the January 2017 FISA renewal on Carter Page. So, the FBI terminated Christopher Steele, well, their association with Christopher Steele, in November of 2016. January of 2017, James Comey told the Director of National Intelligence, James Clapper, we haven't verified a single thing in this dossier, which you had to do in order to get the FISA warrant, and Comey still signed off on the FISA warrant that same month, even though he acknowledged they hadn't verified anything. James Comey broke the law, plain and simple, deserves to be in prison. 
More coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Bill and commercial electrical done right. This is Casey Hendrickson. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. So let's um, let's just talk about a couple of stupid people, shall we? Uh, Mitch McConnell and Representative Benny Thompson. You go to the burningtruth.us, which is my website, which you can sign up for my free newsletter right there. You get the daily show prep sent to you uh, pretty much every day. Representative Benny Thompson is targeting former President Trump, Rudy Giuliani, the Proud Boys, and the Oath Keepers in a lawsuit alleging that they conspired to incite the violence that transpired at the Capitol on January 6th. So again, um, you've got a brain-dead idiot who is out there blaming people who didn't do anything for something that happened at the Capitol. Now, why why is he not uh, filed any lawsuits against BLM or Antifa? Again, at least 20 people arrested at the Capitol were anti-Trump and affiliated with those two groups. So he hasn't filed any lawsuits against them. Oh, of course not. That's not the narrative, right? Uh, the lawsuit filed on behalf of the long-serving Mississippi Democrat by the NAACP and the Cohen, Milstein, Sellers, and Toll Law Firm claims that the defendants broke the 1871 Ku Klux Klan Act by attempting to meddle in Congress's certification of the Electoral College. I didn't intend for the five o'clock hour to turn into a whole, hey, we've got a bunch of of uh, anti-white racists in this country. I didn't intend for that to happen. But <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, the insurrection at the Capitol, not an insurrection was a direct, intended, and foreseeable result of the defendant's unlawful conspiracy, the lawsuit claims. There isn't an unlawful conspiracy that has ever been presented. Not by Trump or anybody associated with him. It was instigated according to a common plan that the defendants pursued since the election held in November of 2020. Nope, and we actually played you the montage yesterday, which proved the Democrats are more guilty of that. Yeah. Uh, Representative Benny Thompson... And the NAACP and, of course, the 1871 Ku Klux Klan Act. Okay, I have to even pull that up. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's going to be one of those, he's going to lose, and the media won't cover it. Just like uh, several other cases were dropped against Trump here recently because they were frivolous. But, you know, media doesn't cover it. <sighs> what are you going to do? This is the state of America right now. Got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Is a dour, sullen, unsmiling political hack. And if Republican senators are going to stay with him, they will not win again. Uh, Donald Trump is not happy with Mitch McConnell. <laughs> Uh, there is, if you go to the burningtruth.us, which is my website, there is a letter from Trump attacking Mitch McConnell in all of the right ways. And I love every single solitary minute of it. And every single line is well-deserved. 
been trying to tell people for 13, 12, I mean 11, 12 years now that Mitch McConnell is worthless, absolutely worthless. But here's the thing. You're stuck with him, right? The people of Kentucky are not going to get rid of him until a Democrat beats him. That's just all there is to it. Uh, when you have people who have uh, a state, you know, in a state where their senator is the most powerful senator, even if they hate his guts, they will keep him there because he's influential for their state. It's an ego thing. And it's just one of it. I talked about this with Nevada and Harry Reid. Everybody hated Harry Reid. But because he was the senior senator, he was from their state, they had to vote for him. Uh, so Mitch McConnell's not going anywhere. But this is a beautiful, beautiful letter. It'll be in the Daily Show prep. Bill O'Reilly's coming up next. Get a 3D printer.